Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hang on one second. Let me switch. Because, oops, wrong one. Sorry, guys. Turn this off, but turn this on. There we go. Okay, yeah. Cool little effect at the bottom. Uh, you can see the thing, uh, the visualizer. Anyways, uh, hey guys, uh, <laughs> so, um, welcome to Mission Star Podcast, uh, episode 201. Um, obviously, it's kind of downgraded because of the current situation with, uh, my life and getting my computer down here at some point. We got some of it down here, but not all of it. Um, but, in the meantime, you know, this is what you get, and hopefully, you know, if this works, then, hell yeah, then we'll probably work with this in the meantime. Uh, but, with me as always, and you can't see him, or me, but, uh, here is the man, the myth, the, uh, not the legend, but the, what's, what's bigger than legend? Uh, um, God? Yeah, the God. Great Keats! Oh, God, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> hi. Hi, I guess. So we're here to bring you the news uh, and our thoughts about it. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's get right into the news as I do this real quick. Boom. All right, here we go. Okay, so first up on the news, uh, where is my thing, oh jig? Okay, so uh, this little game that came out recently called uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, it sold a lot of copies. Um, okay, I gotta keep track, come on, okay, Greg, uh, keep track for me, uh, some 15, let me know if 10 minutes is up, because I forgot to add okay. the timer. Okay, all right, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Cool, thanks. Okay, uh, so, yeah, uh, Take-Two Interactive, uh, put out a press release regarding how much, uh, units they sold, uh, in the past week or so. Uh, there's no author on this, but I'll read it verbatim. Um, so, Take-Two Interactive Software uh, today reported a strong results for its fiscal quarter 2019 ended September 30th, 2018. In addition, the company provided its financial outlook for its fiscal third quarter ending December 31st, 2018 and raised financial outlook to fiscal year uh, March 31st, 2019 for additional... Okay, no, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. Here's, here's the nitty-gritty. Uh, net revenue grew 11% to $492.7 million as to compare to 443.6 million in the last year's fiscal second quarter, recruitment, consumer spending, virtual currency add-on content, and in-game purchases grew 12% and accounted for 49% of total net value. The largest contributors to net revenue in fiscal second quarter in 2019 were NBA 2K19, NBA 2K18, Grand Theft Auto Online, Grand Theft Auto 5 Online, or sorry, Grand Theft Auto 5. NBA 2K Online to Dragon City Monster Legends and WWE Supercard. Uh, ultimately, what this is trying to say is that uh, it sold 17 million units thus far. Um, that yeah, that, that's that's awesome. And, and once this multiplayer comes out, like it'll be even more. Absolutely, um, absolutely. like uh, they actually I had the article here, but we're gonna add it too. But um, essentially. Um, it's first off, they made a lot of money, and the game is really, really good. Uh, to no surprise of anybody. <laughs> um, second of all, 
Uh, they definitely took lessons. They definitely took what they've learned from GTA 5 online. And uh, right now, they beta mode to arrive later this month okay so yeah they're having a beta later on the month um for the online multiplayer for uh, red dead redemption 2 and more than likely they're gonna have i want to say the copy and paste idea of a uh, red dead 2 online but i wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of copy what they did gta 5 and put it into red dead um and well i hope so because anthony yes. i i can't describe to you how much i would just love to be a train robber or something like just be a cowboy with my friends like Absolutely. we're a posse riding across the land like that would be awesome like yes i also want the multiplayer stuff in terms of like deathmatch and uh uh maybe full-on missions i don't know like I, there's just a lot of there's a lot of options that the game has the potential for its multiplayer um but i do i do truly do feel like they learned a lot from gta 5 um i think i've said it before but like i hated gta online when it first came out because it was broken as fuck and uh and then there was just the content was so minimal that i just didn't care and i stopped playing it all together uh but i mean look at it now look at what it is six years later like it's incredible so absolutely yeah i think what what really i don't think it was this was necessarily what uh, Take Two of Rockstar kind of had in mind when they released GTA 5 online. Um, but the fact that the community kind of created this whole role playing aspect to it, um, helped by Twitch, um, by people streaming it and having these um, role playing um, stories and creating the, their, their own experiences uh, within that. And because of that, you know, the game was able to sell so much. For such a long time that uh, you know, Rockstar is looking at that like, you know what? We made a lot of money on this mode that you know was for one thing, but people in the community turned into a whole nother thing. So maybe we should lean on that more and just bring that over to Red Dead 2. Because I'm with you. Like, if if I can play in an online game with Red Dead 2 with other people, and I can be a cowboy, I can be a sheriff, I can be you know whatever, and just roam around the uh, the world, that'd be sick. That'd be awesome for sure. Doing yeah, high, doing old school heists in that era would be really fun to do <laughs> yeah 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 I, I i don't think what i honestly think that red dead 2 online will be is uh um very much what gta 5 was or gta 5 online was when it first came out so there will be an open world i don't think that though it'll be inhabited by other players per se like like a uh like an open space where you can just meet other players. I don't think that'll exist. And if it does, like you'll get to choose because that was one of the biggest complaints about GTA five still is to this day is that if you get into a random lobby, like it's fucking hell. Um, so I don't think that, that, that GTA or that uh, red dead two will have that. However, I do think that there'll be spots within specific towns where you can walk up and it's just like, deathmatch with people or um uh like you get into a pen of a bunch of pigs and everyone has lassos like that kind of thing that kind of game Mm -hmm. uh i man there's just so many options i can think of but when you talk about like how gta 5 sold and how it continued to sell over the years like when it first came out it was a big deal because it would look so big you know it was just big and beautiful and everything about it was awesome um, but it's actually like what what helped it sell in the past 
years, like past two years or so, is absolutely the uh, the the um, roleplay community. But before that, Anthony, because the game again, the game's six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, what so it helped us sell before that was um, YouTubers like uh, Achievement Hunter and other ones like that that were doing long long let's plays of something in the game um, as a matter of fact the guys at Rooster Teeth or Achievement Hunter he, you can get their character models in game as just like standard outfits hmm. because you know they, they played so much of that game in those characters uh so there's just yeah there's just and it's still played like all the time in that fashion Absolutely. outside of role yeah. play like there's and so my curiosity is this Anthony I'll, I'll put it out, this out there too like when GTA when real oh, sorry when Red Dead Online comes out and it's what everyone kind of wants everyone's happyish you know mm-hmm. um and then like my curiosity is how long from the point of when it is released on PC to the point that modders can turn it into a role-playing server will we see role-play via Red Dead? Because as of, as of right now, like when I watch Milton, when I watch Djibouti, when I watch uh, Disby or any of the people that role-play, mm-hmm. and they talk about doing role-play in the game, what they're doing right now is that they're going to get as many people into one server as they can via PS4 and then just Discord or use Discord to via roleplay. Oh, that's right. They could, there's no, um, at least as we know, like there's no um, voice chat in, in LM. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure there will be, but right, right. I don't think it'll be proximity or like in any fashion to be able to roleplay, but I could be totally wrong because nobody's seen anything for the multiplayer on this. Yeah. Like don't, the only news we got uh, from today or when I was looking up the information today um, was that, uh, yeah, there's going to be a, a beta later on uh, in the month. All right. And it's for the multiplayer. Regarding what type of multiplayer that is. Yeah, there's, there's no details. Yeah. There's, it, it could be the online GTA 5 uh, thing they have or straight up, you know, player versus player, you know, deathmatch, whatever. Um, so yeah, we, we don't exactly know the details regarding that, but um, it'd be it'd be very interesting, interest, yeah, be very interesting to see. Um, but I believe Rockstar and GTA um, have a good idea where they want to bring in uh, I, that aspect into, into the game. I mostly agree with you. I, th- I, I trust Rockstar to... Um, basically like like they'll fix whatever fuck they fucked up like if it's not what we want if it's not what it should be it will be eventually i trust that um i really do have a lot of faith in the multiplayer for this game because of how good the single player is um do i want the fucking multiplayer to be like single player not entirely but uh similar enough like i can't wait to just walk into a fucking tavern see a poker table and then like walk up to it and it's like you want to play an online poker match that'd be awesome yeah it, 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 it 
it's kind of weird in 2018 that you and I are talking about how exciting it is to be to play in an online game and sit down and play poker virtually versus you know doing it in real in real life. <laughs> yeah, uh, ten minutes is up by the way. All right, I saw that. Okay, moving on to the next topic. Okay, uh, so, uh, here we go, okay, uh, this is reported off of Red Tober, um, and the, uh, person who wrote this article was Scott Hayden. Report, new Valve VR headset appears in late images. When it comes to Valve, there's no telling what's going on behind their, uh, Gouvier, I'm gonna pronounce it first, but sure, move on from there. Uh, Washington Doors. Um, as one of the most reclusive developers of both games and hardware, that goes doubly so far in the effort in VR. Now reported images of what appears to be a never-before-seen Valve headset um, come to light and certainly looks the part uh, for next-gen device. Uh, what with only the images to go uh, on for now, it's not clear exactly what we're looking at. But it's the definitive next step in Valve's VR strategy, or iterative step along the way. Images be discovered by Reddit user Tuflock in an Imager album, which contains a number of shots detailing a stack of VR headsets bearing only PCBs embroidered uh, with the Valve logo. Another keen-eyed Redditor uh, user, uh, Shon uh, Shoney Eyes Breakfast, um, points out that the headset. Will be reporting or will be sporting some cleverly integrated Steam VR sensors. The hype found uh, the type found on HTC Vive, uh, Vive Pro, and uh, Premix 8K. They're difficult to make out, but they are just barely visible uh, as dimple imprints in the upper uh, hand left of the headset of the shot above. And I'll post the rest of this article in the chat for those who want to read it. But basically, the gist of the gist of this um, is basically Valve from from these Im images. Hang on, hang on one second. Uh, you okay? Yeah, it's no. I just have the, the way I have set up with the microphone, um, like the whole cool thing regarding or, or regarding the the spectrum. It's just it's it's just like it's kind of messing me up when I talk. It's like I'm like a delay second uh, later on. Oh, I got you, got you. So you. So, so I'm like, I'm talking, it's like a second later, it's like, uh, 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 so I sound a little weird. Okay, better. Okay, so anyways, um, so yeah, Valve is looking into making their own headset, um, from, from the leaked images and what people have been posting on here as well as what this article is saying, which, okay, I, there was also something else that was added to, to this article that I didn't put in here, but it's something I did look up. One of the things that was associated with the VR headsets that is happening um, from these images you see on screen as well as in this report is that one of the applications that was spotted or was data mined was VR Half-Life. And I have sworn on this podcast that I would never talk about Half-Life 3 ever again because of it was being pretty much done. Like I, I was with clo uh, closure. I was, I was fun and finished. But seeing that Valve seems to be in the in the works of making a headset for, um, for themselves and for the future, uh, 
and that that file was found or that was that was leaked it leads me to believe that valve in there and they did say that they're making three games they're working on for vr so it leaves me to believe that valve is has something up their sleeve and regarding the games they're going to release with it but also with the vr headset and partially i would like a new half-life game but what i've heard also is like if it does happen with this apparently it'll be a prequel to half-life 2 which I'll, I'll take it i guess i don't know <laughs> i mean that's that's what i think of like the second like you say that and i'm like yeah that's exactly what it would be i don't think that they could release a half-life game especially in vr mm-hmm. that was a sequel to anything that happened after two uh episode two yeah um i mean mm, it, yeah <laughs> it's just it's just too like you're gonna piss off the entire fan base um it's already dangerous to release this game yeah. like yeah um, I do. I do want to go back on 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 topic of like Valve making their own, their own VR headset. Um, I'm curious to see what they can do with it. Um, so far we only had uh the Vive, um, we have the Oculus, and with the PSVR, and three different price points. Two of them kind of similar right now, but like they're definitely at at the time when it was released, it was like three different price points: four hundred, five hundred, and like eight hundred. So I'm curious to see what valve does with this and see how they implemented not only to their steam um os and their steam library um but how they tackle it through a marketing perspective through a price perspective in terms of like how what they've seen so far yeah i mean that, that, that we've talked about that before when it comes to vr like you want to sell vr you put that shit at a good price point that people want to buy it at absolutely um absolutely you put it too expensive people aren't just people aren't going to have the money to do it um now that being said, I think that Valve doing a VR headset is really smart of them, just because if they can price it low enough, they could just just dominate the PC uh, PC VR market. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as I also said before, like it's gonna need some killer games and apps, man. Like it really, that's, really is. That's that's a that's a big thing too. Uh, somebody posted. I remember. I can't remember where exactly. It might have been on the Reddit thread, but like. One of the things that was posted regarding um, Valve and Half Life and like revolutionizing, you know, whatever era they're in, it was like nineteen, it was like Half Life One, or was it? Well, I forgot what year, nineteen ninety nine. Like revolutionized um, open source and um, and storytelling with Half Life One, Half Life Two, uh, revolutionized. Um, might have been open source too, or in regards to that, but also the la- the the launch of the. Um, uh, Steam um, and having that, or maybe it was already launched, but like it was a basically much better version of it now, the Steam Store and whatnot at the time when Half Life 2 came out. And people are saying, like, this is probably another the reason why I didn't make a game for so long is waiting for the right moment to to do uh, another big step in whatever path they take. And in this case, be VR. Um, and if Half Life does come with it, you know, that'd be a big system seller for sure, right? Right, right. So, I I okay. I I will wait with bated breath. I I hope it's real. I hope that we have a half life of some degree. I will take the fact that it will be between two and three. I mean, uh, one and two. Sorry. <laughs> like I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, but it also leads to Valve getting back into games because they they are uh, releasing Artifact pretty soon, or it's in the works. 
I know they just had like some preview of a video up online right now. Dude, they might just do. They might just have a uh, a bunch of third party studios making games for it. That is very true. They could definitely have like third party studios working, and they Valve could become a publisher. That actually makes a lot more sense now thinking about it. Actually, <laughs> um, but Gabe did come out there and, yeah. said, and did say like, "Hey, it's fun to make good games again. Uh, it's fun to make games again." So. I'm kind of curious as far as like why the turn now, why is Valve now getting back into making games versus what they were doing already? Like they've, they don't particularly need to now because of the situation they're in, but I'm kind of curious for like why exactly did they take that turn other than the fact that maybe they're from the pressure from other um, platformers because every other company has one now, like an online platform they can sell their games through a la GOG, a la, a la Ubisoft with the Uplay, uh, the EA with their own thing of origin so I'm kind of wondering if that has like finally got to the point where like people are starting to use other things other than Steam so we'll see we'll yeah, see things but yeah we shall see and I'm I'm and I'm very hopeful of you know my dream if it happens boy boy I'll be happy alright going on to the next topic cause I'm a minute I'm a minute uh, early but that's fine Alrighty then, so, talking about Smash, talking about Nintendo here. So, this was reported off of uh, GameSpot.com uh, by Jordan Ramey. Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct News Roundup, New Characters, New Story, and More. Nintendo recent, announced, uh, recent November Direct is the last confirmed pre-release showcase of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate prior to the game's launch. The video revealed final new characters including in the base of the game of Ultimate while also detailing a new story mode extra features and post-launch content. Our full, oh, and it goes on to say that the full coverage, but basically, uh, Nintendo uh, had a direct this past week um, and they announced three new characters, two of which are in the base game, uh, which is Ken from Street Fighter and um, the Pokemon, uh, I forgot the name. Hang on. Oh, Incineroar. Oh, Incineroar. Sorry, from uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is also within there as well. Uh, in his like third evolved form, um, is in the ma- uh, main base game. Um, they did go into detail regarding Spirit Mode um, and other details they went in, which I feel like they kind of went a little too long on it honestly but yeah they they really 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 needed to tone back on how much information they were giving us because it was just like it was just too much mm-hmm. like don't make, don't don't make, uh, don't get me wrong like i'm all in favor for smash information and news but like this was at on a level of like you're probably losing about a good quarter of your audience right now just kind of like confused like what's going on <laughs> so yeah yeah um, well, they went into the whole like helps area, like the help option area. I was like, we don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They, 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 they just want to make it clear that you're gonna get your money's worth in this game. Like, there's just putting so much content into this into this game. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah. But uh, they also announced that they have additional DLC, five DLC uh, fighters, stages, and music coming to the um, to Smash Ultimate. Um, you can buy Season Pass a la uh, pretty much every other fighting game out there right now with uh, reg- regards to future content and characters. Um, and with this one, I should find ironic. I find it kind of funny. 
um, they uh, they they're dangling a uh, a new character that you can that you can get. I believe, uh, as far as I remember, you can get the, this character on launch day of the uh, Super, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, um, but like for a month. And but afterwards, you have to buy it um, separately, like like every other DLC character. But this character in, in particular was Piranha Plant, um, which a very odd choice in regards to what type yeah. of character. Like I. I feel like, because in just kind of to, to compare with, with, with uh, fighting games in general, you always have that one weird character that like you like does not move like the others, and it's like very unique. Um, so like you know, in Street Fighter Five, you have uh, oh, what, call it? what was his name? The Poison Guy. Uh, oh man, I'm, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know that game well enough to right, right, right. say what it is. Um, it'll, it'll come to me, um, or I'll go Street Fighter Four. You had Gen, um, uh, which was like you know a very obscure character that would like jump around and dive kick everywhere, but also had like it's very like long range punk moves. And Skullgirls, you have Double, which is like a very much like she, she, uh, she would like dash very slowly across the screen, but like she can take form of like all the other characters in her move sets and like definitely that type of archetype of a character when it comes to uh, Smash, when it comes to um, Prana Plant. Um, the thing about this, though, is that while this is all well and good and, you know, everybody's still pretty damn excited for the game, one of the things that obviously a lot of people were looking for or like hoping was because of a potential, it leaked potentially, um, that they, that was found or was talked about prior to this direct, um, there were expectations of seeing, uh, other characters that were on the list. Gino from Super, uh, from Mario Superstar, uh, RPG. Um, Banjo Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. Um, yeah, was what else was there? Uh, there was Common Rider, which was a weird thing. But this 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 link was linked was like also linked to the Grinch because it was the same company that was doing work for the Grinch movie studios. But also had information on this. So a very very detailed leak, which turned out to be debunked. Um, but. People were upset, and you know, even Sakurai kind of put out there, like uh, in his tweet, in in English, by the way. Uh, it's a great to dream your, about your favorite character joining the battle, and I appreciate your passion. But please try to stay on topic when replying to tweets, and refrain from flooding us and other users with requests when we are not specifically asking for feedback. Thank you. So, uh, I'll say this, and I, I believe, and I believe, Greg, you're very much in the same mindset when it comes to this. Um, We've definitely seen this past week a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of gamers who feel they're entitled or feel um, that they deserve, you know, or, you know, they didn't get what they want. And then when they don't get what they want, they lash out and, like, say it's horrible, it's this and this and that. Yeah, I think I think we're going to talk about that a little bit, too, with the uh, yeah. groundless Ab situation. But Ab Absolutely. Um, yeah, this, this is definitely one of those situations where we have, what, 76 characters? Absolutely, so, yeah. We got shit ton of characters. Like, there's, like that's that's an absurd <laughs> fucking number for mm -hmm. any game, mm -hmm. and they're all like available in game, other than Piranha Plant. Which, by the way, if you plan on buying the game before January thirtieth, you're gonna get him. Yeah, for free. Like, just for, for free. free. Yes, no pay. <laughs> um, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, what about the the five? You know, the five DLC. Don't buy it right a fucking way wait yeah 
wait to buy it to see who the first character is, then make your choice. Yeah, and, and uh, you know what? If we're going off of how much, like, let's say Ryu and Bayonetta and those other and Cloud cost, you know, like, because uh, those all those characters are DLC. So if we go off of how much all of those characters cost, they were like less than five bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten, each of these little packs that has like music, a stage, and a character are probably going to be about five bucks a piece. So just fucking wait, pony up the five bucks when they come out, and if you want them, you you have them. Like yeah, yeah. Like I I definitely understand with other fighting games that have not come out in like there's a season pass and it's like you know about future content and some people are turned off about that just because like. It's on the merit of like, hey, we don't know if this game's going to be good or not. Why should I pay a season pass for, you know, future content? And that's generally, you know, thinking of a lot of people who play other fighting games when it comes to that. Um, but with Smash Ultimate, it is an exception because of two things. One, um, Smash already proved itself like to be a really good game. Like, not only prior past previous titles, but this, this last one when they came out for the Wii U. Um, it's great. It's awesome. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So it, if there was any question as far as like, you know, you want to hold off and I get it, you know, maybe you, maybe you don't want to spend the money or maybe you want to hold off as you want, want to see what the, uh, what the other characters are. But like it, it's, Nintendo and Smash has definitely proven itself with, with the Super Smash Brothers series. Like it's always been uh, bangers. They've always been like really good um, from every iteration. And you know, I and I and I'll agree, like, cause like I kind of threw out there when uh, when this was first announced for the Super uh, Super Smash Ultimate, I was like, when I said on on stream during E3, I was like, oh, it's just a port. <laughs> then then I realized, like, no, it's actually more than that. It's not a port. There's a bunch more stuff they're putting into the game. I kept fucking trying to tell everybody <laughs> it's not a port, but everyone's like, oh, it's just it's just the same thing that the Wii U one was. I was like. At the time, it was like at the time. No. At the time, it was, it was just like for the most part a port. But then, as time went it on, it never, Anthony, it never was a port. I I just started to explain to you, like everyone, everyone that was saying that was just seeing the same characters that they had recognized. That's all they were seeing, and so that's why they were calling it a port. But it was also, but the, it, add on to like also the fact that like. Uh, uh, outside of this past E3, we had like no knowledge of what exactly was changed. Like we didn't know what was added or changed to the game until E3, when it realized like, oh wait, no, they really changed the game. Like this is basically like the third strike of of Smash Brothers. So that's when I learned like, oh no, wait, this is actually a new game. <laughs> Everyone jumped to fucking conclusions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with with that whole information you could work off, you kind of had to you know make your predictions and guess what and get uh, and guesses. But um. I think I, I'm, I'm really, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, kind of funny, like while watching it at the same time. And I was looking at their chat. I was looking at, um, I don't remember who was on screen at the time, but everyone seemed very disappointed by the single player content. For me, I was very happy to see the single player content. I was like, there's two single player modes. How is everyone upset about this? Absolutely, yeah. I, I, forgot, uh, I forgot to mention, like the single player mode in this game looks fucking awesome. Like, it oh. does. Like, like the, the so there's, there's there's for anyone who didn't watch it, there's two modes. There's the story mode, which is called World of Light, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirby's the best. Um, they showed the opening cutscene, and it's a whole thing where everyone gets turned into like statues that have evil clones or whatever, and Kirby's the, la- the only one that survived it. Um. Uh, but the way that they showed that was like it's an overworld sort of thing. So you go from stage to stage. Like it looked really fucking cool, and you and you unlock more players via doing that. 
I don't know if that's how you unlock them totally. I doubt it will be. I'm sure there's multiple ways to unlock characters in the in the in the fuck around mode. Right. Uh, just the regular smash mode. But uh, the second multiplayer mo- or se- the second single player mode is basically challenges, and you do these challenges to unlock more souls or spirits. I don't know some souls. Um, spirits is the most brilliant fucking thing they could have done for this game, for this franchise, because ostensibly, or uh, uh, not ostensibly, um, basically what they can do is add an endless number of fucking characters to the game, mm-hmm. an endless number. Like everyone's like, oh, it'd be really cool if Shantae was in the game. Well, she kind of is. <laughs> All the characters yep. in Shovel Knight yep. are available to be in the game via spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is how Undertale is gonna make it into the game, you know, like shit like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it reminds me of a mode that was um, it was uh, in Marvel Three where you had like these three different cards, but there were different characters, and like you can apply them to your character. Um, in some cases, like if you played Ryu or any other character, and you had a parry, or if you had like Chun Li, you had a parry move essentially. Um, and you can parry attacks when they uh, go against you, or like you have like another like boost from another character. It's basically, it's 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 a pretty it's a it's a fun build, but it also leads to a bunch of other possibilities for for players to kind of go and have different characters that can evolve and like have these different uh, types of. Oh, I get. I guarantee you that the spirit stuff is single player only. I doubt that stuff will ever was is going to be a multiplayer. I think it'll be in local mo- multiplayer. I don't think it'll be online. I don't even think that, man. Like, it's it's a complicated system. Like, one spirit can have three spirits on top of it, but your player can have three spirits so extensively. You could have a combination of uh, nine to 12 spirits on your, on your character. Like, it gets a little bit too, too heady there, but um, I just don't think that's going to make it to multiplayer in any way, shape, or form. Uh, if it does, I'll be surprised, but... I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. Yeah. Um, but in general, maybe, or maybe ami- maybe amiibo fights. Maybe that way, but that'd be great. Uh, maybe that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I I would be totally for that. <laughs> but yeah, um, we shall see. And that game's coming out pretty soon. It's coming out uh, uh, December seventh. Yeah. So it is a month away. Less than a month away, actually. Yeah, that's less than a month, month away. All right, moving on to our next topic at hand, and don't worry, we have, I think, three? Yeah, because it was BlizzCon. Uh, so, by the way, guys, um, BlizzCon happened. Uh, I was there for a day. Um, I'll talk more about it in what I played uh, there. But uh, BlizzCon did happen. Uh, this is reported off of uh, also GameSpot.com, uh, written by... Do I have an author on this one? No, okay, there's no author on this one. Oh, wait, no, here it is. Chris Pier- uh uh, Chris uh, Pira. Um, so, Blizzard and Annual Fan Convention BlizzCon 2018 took place this past weekend. Friday brought with a opening ceremony, which effectively serves as a press conference for the company, where it tends to make many big, make of it, many of its big announcements of the year. The ceremony started out with an over of a heartwarming moment as former Blizzard president Mike Morheim, uh, a fixture of these events, uh, spoke to the crowd before handing off. To his successor, J. Allen uh, Brack. Uh, below are the following coverage of the stuff that they announced. So, first off, on their list, a new hero was announced for Heroes of the Storm, um, an original hero um, called um, uh, Ophelia. I'm gonna say Ophelia. 
Um, but it's a new character for uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, and they showed off a new trailer and uh, gameplay. And she looks awesome. I like her. She is, she is waifu material. Um, Jesus Christ! Thank you. <laughs> uh, just from the just from the aesthetic alone. Um, other big other announcements, which actually was you know not announced during the stage, but like prior in the pregame uh, of the uh, event. Uh, Destiny Two was free on PC up until November eighteenth. I want to say on PC. Um, let me see. You talking about Destiny Two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a core game, by the way. That's just, uh, that's not with any expansions or anything. Yes, yes. Um, so that was announced. Uh, uh, I'll leave that for you for Overwatch minutes. Um, oh, so uh, a demo for uh, WoW Classic was on the show floor, but people who bought the virtual pass also was able to play the, the demo of, of WoW Classic. Um, and then it went into their new expansion, uh, or I guess second part of it, War of Warcraft: uh, Battle of Azeroth. They showed a new cinematic trailer, talking about the now they got to team up against uh, what's her name, um, the evil elf woman, <laughs> uh, Servanus. There we go. Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to mile minutes. <laughs> um, I can tell. Yep. Cause there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff here. Uh, this one actually I was excited for. Uh, Warcraft Three Reforged was a HD, uh, an HD uh, upres and kind of a remake, uh, along other changes to Warcraft Three, uh, Reign of Chaos, um, which is awesome and it looks really really good. And I hope they do uh, Frozen Throne as well. Um, a new Hearthstone expansion, not surprised, called Ra- Rakashan's Rumble. Um, with new cards, and we'll get into the whole Diablo fiasco in the next next topic. But the only last thing here is StarCraft Two gets a new co-op mode commander, which was Zero Two, Zero Two. But yeah, that's the kind of yeah. quick rundown of what they announced at BlizzCon uh, outside of the Overwatch stuff, because I'll leave that to you. But right, yeah, we, yeah, we got we have two more BlizzCon topics coming yeah. up, but yeah. so we gotta we gotta hold off on those two and talk about what we just what we just got. Um. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to, unless you want to move on right now. I uh, no, I just kind of quick thoughts on on those announcements thus far. I think it's great. I think adding a, a, an original hero to Heroes of the Storm is is really smart. Uh, adding new modes and shit, and and giving fans what they want in terms of Warcraft content. Like, I know people have been kind of dying to get, um, uh, World of Warcraft like vanilla for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. So. The fact that that's like a thing and they've seen it and they're just like yeah th- this is what we wanted um i think those fans are very happy uh yeah i, I don't know like it, it just seems like up until the next topic everything yeah. <laughs> that the fans wanted they were getting and yeah. um it was really it was really really cool to see that mm-hmm. um i know there were a bunch of uh a bunch of little things here and there that were really cool that everyone was kind of getting and mm-hmm I don't know. I don't know what else to go with. I mean, like the other thing I will say, because there there has been some talk of people, um, in, in like before I got there, um, that you know it was very a very weak year for Blizzard regarding to announcements and like this is right now for Blizzard. This is more or less kind of like maintenance mode for a lot of their games. So you're you're not going to see a whole lot of new content out of them outside of like a new hero of Overwatch and like. Yeah, like you won't yeah. see like a new game or IP for a very long time. So like this is definitely like it's in the, we're in the like the era of like 
just making sure things are working fine, making fixes, giving some update on balance changes to some games. Um, oh, a quick note though, because I, I need to watch this actually, and I saw the tail end of it, but um, so uh, during the StarCraft 2 esports uh, tournament, um, there was a uh, there was a, a non-Korean player that actually beat uh, last year's uh, winner in this year's StarCraft 2 um, tournament. And for those who don't know, like StarCraft 2 is pretty much dominated by Korea um, and, yeah. and, and, and pretty much and, and Japan also other one as well. Um, but it's pretty much that's their game. Like that is the game that they dominated for so long. And seeing somebody who has who went through the, the tournament and then went in and beating the last year's champion is very, very rare. Like this is insane. This kid is really good. Um, and he, he's a Canadian. I forgot his name, but he is a Canadian Zerg player that beat him. Um, so that's that's insane. That is in, yeah. insane to think about. But like that did happen. I'll say this much about about uh, esports. Like it's becoming more like every year it becomes a bigger and bigger thing mm-hmm. to the point where um, I wouldn't be surprised within a couple of years schools start giving scholarships for kids to go into esports. Absolutely, absolutely. They already kind of have one at Berkeley for Heroes of the Storm. I'm gonna say it was called Heroes of the Dorm. They had it was ah. the, uh, yeah. They had this thing where they were doing a sponsorship for um for teams that would compete in this, and the prize would be that they would uh, win money to pretty much pay for the entire tuition. Um, so uh, I'm not sure if that's still a thing now, but I'm not surprised if it is uh, in the future. So yeah. Yep, but uh, that is the first part of our talk about BlizzCon. Now we talk about the other part. Yeah, this is gonna be a fun conversation. Oh boy! So let's let's get into it. Uh, so this is reported off of uh, Kotaku.com from Jason Schreier. Um, oh, this is actually about the video, but uh, uh, this is in regards to Diablo and the response. Um, when the Blizzard sold uh, Diablo announcements at this year's BlizzCon turned out to be a game for phones, it set up firestorm of angry reactions from fans of who had hoped for a new Diablo for PC. But what about Diablo 4? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, it's updated actually. So the article originally stated that Blizzard had recorded a video planned for BlizzCon in which a co-founder, Alan Atom, talked about a new Diablo game. Um, although we can confirm that the video was made, Blizzard disputes that it was planned for BlizzCon. First off, quote, first off, we want to mention that we definitely hear our community. We generally don't comment on rumors or speculation, but we can say that we didn't pull any announcements uh, from BlizzCon this year or have plans for other announcements. We do continue to have different teams working on multiple unannounced Diablo projects, and we look forward to announcing when the time is right. However, two people uh, familiar with Blizzard's plans confirmed that the company had indeed recorded a video in which co-founder Alan Haddon spoke to fans about the new Diablo project. What's in dispute here is the timing. We had originally reported that it was planned for BlizzCon, but it's, it's possible that those plans were simply discussed and never certified. Either way, the video never came out. We confirmed that Diablo 4 is indeed in development. One of those sources told me that the Diablo team wasn't yet ready to commit to an announcement, as Diablo 4 has changed drastically over the past year, four, past four years, and may continue to change further. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the exact same report I got. Because the problem was is that 
just real briefly, after this fiasco, um, I think it was somebody from Kotaku had put out an article that was basically like, they had footage according to a uh, or according to an insider, and then um, other people who you know have Blizzard insiders were like, oh, that's completely counter to what we've heard. Yeah. So, so yeah, hearing like hearing that, um, hearing that it's in development and that it's gone through multiple changes and that's why it technically wasn't there makes more sense than anything. Absolutely, I think, and just to back this up regarding the whole fiasco. Um, at BlizzCon, during the announcements, uh, they were, you know, announcing, you know, from each genre, you had Hearthstone, you had World of Warcraft, you had Warcraft 3 or 4, and it's coming down the line. What they saved for last um, was the Diablo Immortal announcement, which was for mobile, which for, for phones. Um, and, and let's be honest, Anthony, it doesn't look that bad. Like, granted, it is sort of a reskinned uh, game from China. Mm-hmm. not entirely like there are aspects of it that are different like it's it just uses the same like sort of engine so and i, I can speak to that because i did play the game at um at blizzcon um the game itself is is, is fine like i i and take a grain of salt like i don't particularly play a lot of games on phone because it, it, it becomes a, like you know better use my phone for everything else or use it for to play games and train battery power um, but I did play the game at BlizzCon. It was fine. Like it was, the control scheme seems pretty. You know, it it, it was through on the screen. Like you can able to combo into you know whatever combo setup you have of your character, um, and it, you get to move around with using your uh, you know the digital uh, joypad uh, on screen, um, and it was fine. Like it, you know it it was it was Diablo, and it was basically doing the same thing like you did in Diablo PC, but it's on a mobile, and. I'm very indifferent about it, but they get it. It worked just as as well. As shown. I think the the problem that comes from that is Diablo is not a poop game. That uh, it, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is a good point. It is not because you are consistently moving around and you are definitely tapping on the screen a lot. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you're if you're playing it on your phone, you're probably gonna be playing your phone for a hot minute. It's not a most phone games work best and are most popular when. You know, you're sitting on the bus, going for, you know, going to work, or you're on your lunch, or you're you're taking a shit, you know, things like that. You know, when you're not at your PC, when you're not at your computer, Xbox or PS4 or Switch, um, they are, you know, a lot of phone games are designed for quick in, quick out gameplay. Diablo doesn't seem like it's built for quick in, quick out gameplay. No, not so at all. So I'm very curious. From what I've heard, like the game's good, but it plays like Diablo. Doesn't really, you know speak Ooh, i need to have this game (laughs) yeah like it's fine like it's again like when i played it it was just it was diablo on phone like i there's no much i can say other than the fact that like there are there is a possibility of um and maybe it's gonna be a separate mode um but like when i played it there like i was running to other players that were there to show floor that were playing with me um so i could team up with them at any given point and play with other players to fight a boss or to kind of you know uh get gold with them but you know, it, 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 to me, like it was, it was fine. Like I think that people will probably latch onto it, but I don't think it's gonna. It's, it's not mind blowing to me. Like you know, it's not like you know, game of the year type of stuff. Um, yeah, I think um, uh, you know, speaking to the the other elephant in the room. Um, so, did you watch the footage of I, the live reveal? I I did. I I uh, I went back and I saw. I uh, watched it with the. 
on the Twitch uh, channel on Blizzard, um, and I saw very much the minute it was announced for for mobile, um, the entire chat just ascended to just no. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because the way that they did it was so bad. That's their the thing way... too. Yes, like in actually, go ahead. You do. You do. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like it's it just it, they they pre. They first off, they they hyped up a new Diablo game. Mm -hmm. Then they tried to de-hype it, mm -hmm. but it was way the fuck too late, especially for people who are huge fans of Diablo, play thousands of hours into the game, kind of the only game they play, but you know, spent thousands of dollars to get to Bla to get to BlizzCon, mm -hmm. to be told that the next game is a is a mobile game, really fucking is a punch to the gut, especially mm -hmm. as they are PC gamers. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Uh, um, there's there's another aspect to this though. Had they said, "Hey, we have a mobile game, let's show that real quick." Mm -hmm. Diablo Mortal, da 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 da. Um, it's the it's the only Diablo we have coming out in any you know any kind of time span. But we are working on four. We have we have it in development right now. Here's a logo. You know, pull straight full and pull a Bethesda. Yep, exactly. Um, exactly. Yes. Nothing would have been said. Fans are just been like, oh, "That's kind of lame," but you know, at least I'm getting my Diablo Four, you know, down the road. Yeah. It would. Nobody would have fucking said a word. Mm -hmm. But then they were like, "The new Diablo, boom! Check it out, folks!" And the audience was like, "Boo!" And then the fucking like developer guy was like, "We don't have phones." Yeah, that. Yeah, was, we have. <laughs> that that was pretty fucking pretentious. Like, <laughs> super fucking yeah, bad. Like I was yeah. like. Like, guys, come on! Like, I like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm, I'm pretty much in the same line, uh, same mindset of you, Greg. But like, you know, definitely with the achievement of, of those devs got that weekend was pretty bad by the community. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. condone. I condone, condone what the fans did. Yeah, I do, I do condone expressing disappointment. Exactly. I'm totally, totally cool yes. with that. Yes. Don't condone how they handled it. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I was talking to somebody who was at the panel for Diablo Immortal. And she was like she was like, yeah, it was it was so bad that they were calling that guy um that went up and was just like, is this an April Fool's joke? Are you guys fucking serious? Uh douche 2.0. <laughs> uh so I mean that was the whole thing, but like it, it was it like the the worst part about it is I was listening to Alana Pierce and she you know she was talking to a few people who had worked on the game and she was like they're very proud of the product. Like, you're basically telling people who are proud of the work that they've done that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, you don't have to play the game at all and walk away from the whole thing. You don't have to be a complete fucking asshole douche to people who are just doing their job. Yeah. Who are trying to do put out a good product. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, on, on the other side, though, I... I, I the way the Blizzard set that up, though, like, cause like you in general, when you when you have press conferences, especially of this ma of this of this size, you have your games leading up into your big announcement, your your uh, and uh, plus one or what's the word I'm looking for? Like your, uh, we got one more game we want to show you. Ending um, is kind of reserved to like, oh, here comes a big big announcement or a game that everybody's excited for, and like I said, look what fucking like, look what. Uh... Bethesda did. Bethesda is yes. the only company so yes. far to have done it correctly, mm -hmm. because everyone was comparing. First off, first mm -hmm. and foremost, everyone mm -hmm. was immediately comparing Blizzard to EA with the with the game, and I was like, "No, time, time the fuck out," because <laughs> what EA did, 
I don't care that Command and Conquer is a phone game. Oh, what pisses me right, off is yeah. what kind of game it is. Well, no, 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 it pisses me off because I don't really fucking care. But <laughs> what I can understand the disappointment coming from for Command and Conquer fans is the kind of game that it is. Mm-hmm. This Diablo phone game is Diablo. It's not some like half-assed fucking multiplayer game. Um, so no, it's not the fucking same. Secondly, uh, it depends if it's free to play. If it depends if you have to buy it. Like you know, whatever. But this whole fiasco is only because of the stage presentation It's yeah. only because of what they yes. told audiences. Yes. I mean, if it, if it were me, if, if, if I had to rearrange the order of like what their announcements were, I would have reserved war, uh, Warcraft three forge as the last thing to announce, because that is something that people are excited for. Not only that, but you, you actually went in and redid the intro for Warcraft three, uh, in, in updated graphics, which looks fucking great. Like that is. Wait, were they all told at the same conference? Because I are not conference same um, presentation. Because I thought they that each game got their own little thing. Um. So. Because when I look at the stage for Diablo Immortal, like it looks like it's built for Diablo Immortal, not. Or at least Diablo oh, in general. Oh, not, uh, uh, I see what you're saying. Um. So from what I've seen, from what I saw on online, I wasn't there in person until the second day. Um. But uh, in terms of like uh. The, the 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 presentations were all on one stage. They did go to like Hearthstone and uh, uh, area, and they did go to the Overwatch arena to kind of showcase their game. But they were all being live streaming uh, to every uh, part of the of BlizzCon. So if you were at the Diablo area, like you're still getting the live stream of, of the main feed. So no matter what you were, you were still getting the. Uh, uh, the, uh, the okay, so so on that note, I don't think what you're about to say. I don't think it has any kind of bearing on anything other than the fact that they just they just had scheduled things throughout the event. I don't think that they were like, let's save this fucking mobile game for last. Like I don't think that happened. I think that happened within the Diablo group, but not the overall event. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was shown everywhere. Like, <laughs> like it was okay. It, it was you're, on. You're saying you're saying it was shown everywhere. Yeah. But if I go if I go to a convention, Anthony, mm-hmm. and there's a specific room or panel where they're going to announce a game, mm-hmm. but that that particular panel happens to also be airing on every other TV, doesn't necessarily mean that it's everywhere. It just means that it's in that room and being broadcasted. Yeah, and in the in... so so. <laughs> So within that within that group, I think that they went, okay, so on day one, we're going to announce stuff for World of Warcraft and then Warcraft that day. And then later that later that night, um, uh, Overwatch. And then the next day, we're going to go to StarCraft and uh, Diablo. That's, I think that's all they did. That's it. And then each individual group was like, how do we present our stuff? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I I, I believe I think what you're saying. Um, now, now, if you want, if you want to concentrate on how Diablo handled their, the Diablo group handled their presentation, we can dive into that because that's where they fucked up. That is true. But uh, they they showed everything on on Twitch though. <laughs> they or like it was all on the main. It was all on the on one channel. Like it wasn't uh, separate. So you keep going back to that, Anthony, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But like it, it in terms of like how they were presented. Um, you could definitely have said where said differently as far as like how it was or how it could it could have been, but regardless of what it is, like it's we're we're here now and um, 
Blizzard did not expect this amount of backlash from from the announcement. And no, I don't think they did at all. I think no. that they were anticipating people being excited about a fucking mobile game. Yeah. Which, you don't you don't tell your PC audience. Yeah. Who, by the way, let's be honest, most PC players are pretty pretentious. Hey. Um. You don't tell them <laughs> that that their next big game is uh a mobile game. You don't do that. Absolutely. It's, it's not going to work for you. Absolutely. And you and you hit the, hit it right right on the head. Um. And something I've also thought about and heard from a lot of other people the same idea. So. Yeah. But yeah, I we'll just f- I think that I think that a lot of I think a lot of people in general. Like we've talked about this in the past. We talked about it with, with smash. We talk about it with this. Um, there are a lot of, uh, privileged gamers that mm-hmm. feel entitled. And absolutely with that entitlement comes asinine bullshit things that they want to say that they want to throw out there. And it's gotta be incredibly difficult for devs and people just working on the project as a whole to kind of, uh, filter out the bullshit to get to the actual, the actual cr- criticism, like the good constructive criticism. Yeah. So if you're out there giving Blizzard like, hey, I'm not getting the mobile game because I have no interest. I'm a PC player, and this the way that you announced it, the way that it was presented was very insulting. Do that. Just do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't have to send death threats. You don't have to call other people names. Like, just chill the fuck out, okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't make don't get me wrong. I would love for Diablo Four, and I still am. But like, I, I'm, you, also, if you're the type of player that sticks to one fucking type of game, there's other games. Please play other games. Don't fucking stick to one game. That's dumb. Like, I'm just gonna say it right now. I'm gonna sound like an asshole. It's kind of weird and dumb to stick to one game. To each their own. I mean, I'm not gonna. Anthony, if you're trying to get good at a game, I understand that. So you're going to play that most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's the only game you play, that's kind of weird. Right. I mean, hey, again, to each your own. Like, I – Greg, can you can say that? I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I don't care. Like, like it, it's so bizarre to me that people would sit there and just play one type of game all the time. Like, not even the best fucking – Overwatch players play Overwatch all the time. Yeah, absolutely. They like, switch it the fuck up because yeah. it's absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, well, we can we can definitely go on or we can on my, about this, but like, uh, I I think it's uh, time for our next thing. Uh, give me a second here, and we get that set up real quick. Uh, first, I'm gonna mute this. All right, guys. Uh. It isn't BlizzCon about this, and for obvious reasons, but it is time for the Overwatch Minute with Greg Deets. All right, do you have the, uh, the music going? Quiet. <laughs> All right. Okay, now I can talk. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, it's like, wait, there's a video, man. 
Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, um, there's a lot that happened at BlizzCon with Overwatch. Uh, the primary thing, the top, the top of the list is Ash, new character, new hero coming to. She's in the PTR right now, um, and she, she'll probably be coming to live servers in a couple weeks. Um, but uh, she is a she is a DPS hero. Um, she has a, a rifle that that can shoot like a fucking uh, sniper rifle. However, it does not do the same kind of damage. Like Hanzo and Widowmaker can one hit kill you. She can't. Um, in in the way that they introduced her was in a short. Um, so if you've ever played the game and you're on Route 66, you see this giant train wreck. How did that get there? How did that happen? This animation shows that. And it's the deadlock game trying to rob the train and get something out of it that they can sell and make money off of. Well, uh, McCree being a member of Overwatch and uh, having gotten the call from Winston that you see when you open up the game every fucking time, um, he, he basically is like, you're not like, I don't care what you take. I don't care what you rob, but I need that one thing on there. The, the, I need that pod on the, on the payload. And Ash is just like, that's not happening. We're taking it. So a fight ensues. McCree being a badass defeats all of them, including Ash. Um, uh, he then uh, ties them up and sends them on their way or whatever. But then he takes like a, a chip out of his pocket, opens up the thing and puts the chip in and it locks itself into place. And then this robot comes out that kind of looks like if Eve from Wally evolved into her third form. Um, that's my best description of her. Yeah. Uh, I, I, her name I can is, see that. <laughs> what's that? I can see that. Um, her name is Echo. And I believe that she will be a hero later down the line. Um, but I'll also get to why I know, like, why I have that theory. Uh, but then shortly after showing that short, wow, shortly after showing that short, <laughs> um, they just were like, Ash is the new character. And she has dynamite that she throws out that she can shoot, like you saw in the short. Mm -hmm. Um, she has, uh, what is it? Her gun, her shit. I remember. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, she had her dynamite. Um, that was one other thing she could do. Um, it was it was dynamite. Her the way her gun shoots. There's something else that she can do. Well, her ult is you know she says she's. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that. Yeah, Give me a minute. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. say it out loud. Um, fuck. What is it? Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so she has a shotgun, and she uh, it basically if you shoot it at somebody, it trigger. It's it's like a Lucio boop. It just pushes them back right mm -hmm. yeah but if you aim it at the ground it'll launch her up in the air so that's how she can get to high places yep it, um, she basically has a rocket jump yeah she has a she, yeah so so it, it just shoot it at somebody it pushes them back shoot it at the ground launches her up um the thing about the uh, the thing about the the dynamite by the way is that it has a burn effect um i think it lasts like three seconds of, of just uh, damage over time um, after it explodes. Here's the thing, though. It takes, like, fucking five seconds to explode if, if you throw it. The only way you can get it to explode immediately is by shooting it. Um, so she's a very, she's a very ADS kind of character. 
Um, but her ultimate is one of the coolest parts. So during the short, she has a uh, giant robot, an Omnic, named Bob. And at one point, she's like, do something, Bob. So he gets in front of her, and he puts out his arm, and he starts firing bullets with both hands. It's fucking awesome. She does that. That's her alt. She yells, do something, Bob. And he runs out. And he'll what he'll do is um, he'll run out and and like push everybody who's in his in his way up into the air, which does like fifty fucking damage, which is insane. Jesus. And then I don't remember if I heard you can stop him or not. I think you can stop him mid run. Um, and then he'll stop and he'll just turn into a turret for fucking ten seconds. Hmm. And he is a devastating turret for ten seconds. Yeah. Um, here's the thing though. He actually counts as a as a character because if you um, you can kill him, but also if you if you run him off the edge of a map, the kill feed shows that Bob died via falling. Huh. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting how he's implemented via a, a ultimate. So if he dies, then and Ash is still alive, like is she able to resummon him when she gets her old again? Or yes, oh, yes, yes. Okay. Gotcha, yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, she looks awesome. I'm super fucking excited to play as her. Um, uh, some of the other stuff that we got from BlizzCon uh, involving Overwatch is uh, Jeff Kaplan talked about, with an audience, about future heroes. And Jeff confirmed that there are six heroes in development. Um... When they'll come out, if we've seen them or not already, that's neither here or there. He's not going to say whether that's the case or not. Um, but to confirm that there are six characters in development. Uh, so that that's exciting uh, to an extent. However, a lot of people are a little disappointed in something when it comes to Overwatch. And this is what I talked about last podcast, Anthony. There's a massive lack of content with Overwatch. Like... Yeah, new heroes, new maps, great. Like, not arguing that in any way, shape, or form. You need to have events that draw people in. Like, yeah. me coming yeah. back to just get my placement matches in competitive doesn't count. Like, there needs to be something more there. And they know that. They absolutely recognize that. Um, and they're working on stuff. So... The, the problem is is that he basically was kind of like don't really expect a whole lot of different other than skins when it comes to the uh, Christmas event or the holiday event hmm. which I was like oh that's disappointing to hear but I guess I understand because they got to work on the stuff but right yeah he said he said 2019 is looking very promising for overwatch so hmm. okay uh, um, the last thing I want to talk about with overwatch is the uh, overwatch world cup hmm so it should be no surprise to anyone. Korea won. <laughs> yep. Um, however, here was the fascinating part. Korea in interviews had expressed that they were most scared of the United States. Huh? Um, yeah. They were most worried about the United States kicking their ass. United States got their ass handed to them by the UK. Mm-hmm. Way early. Yeah. So then, you know, Korea was kind of like, oh, I guess we don't have to worry about them anymore. Um, 
and then just dominated everybody. Just fucking annihilated everybody. Hmm. Like from that from that point on, it wasn't even a contest, which leads me to believe like, why were they worried about the United States to begin with? Maybe they know something that we don't. Like maybe like they they they've done the research and like saw maybe something more into their play than anybody else did. So. Yeah, uh, this is why I like the Overwatch League versus the World Cup because the World Cup it's just it's just gonna be Korea, Korea, Korea every year because they put a lot more stock and um, ability for players to become better at the game uh, than we do. Uh, just their government as a whole puts a lot more stock into it, so it's just kind of like we're always gonna be slightly behind Korea. But when it comes to Overwatch League, you just kind of mix the Korean players up with everybody else and. You know your your teams are going to be based on skill and I, I just i like it better i just like it more it's like it's like watching football and only people from the dominican republic are suddenly good at football well you're just going to get a lot of people on different teams from dominican republic <laughs> <laughs> awesome um, awesome but yeah so so that was that was really cool to see and I, I, again i'm excited for new characters i'm excited for new maps um uh, but there has there has to be more. There has to be more coming, or the game's going to slowly fade into like a, a, a very exclusive fan base. So yeah, I will say one more thing you forgot to mention um, regarding Overwatch. Um, they I knew uh, there was something. Yep, Lucio's. Okay, I didn't forget that. I just <laughs> omitted it because it's <laughs> it's awesome, and I'm gonna buy one. But they don't come out until December, and I was gonna actually save. Save that for a podcast where you and I, where I could show it. Oh, I see. I see. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they did announce it. They have a commercial that's very Saturday morning cartoon. Um, and people got to try it at BlizzCon, and they were just kind of like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> 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 Not, nothing to shake a stick at. It's not amazing, but, you know, do you expect it to be amazing? It's You're buying it because it has Lucio's face on it. You're buying it because um, you can download his entire fucking soundtrack. Uh you can you can you're buying it because you can get a free loot box like there's a whole bunch of shit reasons why to buy it um but the you know people are saying the cereal is good so nice awesome well that has been you for watch a minute with great dates just in time too because the song just ended actually all righty then well um oh hang on turn it off okay there we go all right, so we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, so far, after doing this entire podcast, I can happily report no drops. Everything's fine. Yay! So if we ever do another podcast with this with this PC, it'll be with this layout. Um, but uh, I was gonna say, uh, so um, uh, before we go, um, Greg, where can they find my internet? You can follow me on Twitter at Chubrocky. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Chubb Rookie, but I'm very not active on those. Um, you can apparently now follow me on TikTok if you choose to, not that <laughs> I fucking do anything there. Um, but uh, uh, I also do a podcast with my buddy Josh called All Cued Up. You go to allcuedupodcast.com to check it out. We watch two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, mainly Netflix. Uh, we give our reviews, our, our thoughts, opinions, and then we grade them like a teacher would. Um, a plus being the best, F being the worst. Um, and uh, this upcoming recording is going to be on uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is the Sabrina the Teenage Witch remake. 
um, and uh, Castlevania Season 2. Also Season 1, because we didn't get to talk about that last time it was around. Um, that being said, if you want to watch last week's episode, which I highly recommend, we talk about Daredevil Season 2. Oh, sorry, Season 3. Daredevil Season 3 and um, a show that I think everyone should watch, The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, I've said it time and time again, this show is not as scary as people would think it is. Um, it is eerie, it is spooky, but it's not scary. There's a few jump scares in it, but not too bad. Um, but that being said, it's a, a fucking amazing show. Like, it's better than anything horror-related you ever see. I guarantee it. Because uh, it's not just about like people surviving a haunted house. Like It's way, 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 way more than that. Anywho, uh, yeah, you can check that out at allketopodcast.com. Uh, you can also check me out on Twitch, where I primarily stream at this point Jackbox games. Uh, but that you can follow that at ChubRockGeek as well on Twitch. So that's it. That's it for me. Awesome, awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at DefectiveNaruto. You can follow the work that we do at MissionStartPodcast.com. Um, which uh, there is definitely some stuff I'm a little behind on, but I'm definitely going to go ahead and update that as soon as i can um but yeah this podcast will be up on the uh, podcast tubes uh, through various online podcast services and on our website which i had to upload last week's episodes um or the last episode on there as well uh, but it will be the podcast section of the website uh, so you can check it out uh check it out when it goes up live um outside of that though um as far as when the next episode will be uh, it is tba um uh, we kind of, you know, said prior in the prior podcast what's going on in our, in our lives um, regarding, you know, streaming and whatnot. I will say, though, um, I'm actually going to be going headed back to where I used to live in Northern California on the 17th and won't be back here until the 27th. And if my PC, I'm pretty sure it's still up there, um, is still up there, I can probably stream some stuff. And I, if, 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 uh, if I have nothing else going on, so expect something from me uh, in the next week. So or so. So yeah, I'll be. I think I'll be streaming. But I'll let you guys know for sure on the Twitterverse and other places. But uh, yeah. But outside of that, uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, oh, I don't have the outro. Okay, uh, I totally forgot about that. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> okay, I'll stop.